you're listening to the Sully J and H show, we have Nick here with us again, and it's gonna be a fantastic episode. Yes, yes, hooray! You're welcome. Yes. I put a little pepper on here. You put pepper on Yes, I don't know what's happening. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Sully J and Nate show, the show where three dads and a lad get together. No, God, <laughs> fuck off. It is. Oh, wait, that actually is. It is. Oh, uh, now it is. Uh, Four dads and a lad. Yeah. That's you, a you matter, Michael. I know that that made you feel like you don't know. That was you're part of the three, Nick's not. I'm trying I mean, to save Nick face is a dad. with Michael. I'm trying to save face with Michael. The main point being that everyone here is a daddy, except for... I'm a zaddy. You're a laddie. I'm a zaddy, baby. No, I don't like that. It's not what you said last night. What did I say last night? You said zaddy. <laughs> Tell me the context. So I was, we were in bed. In, which bed? I was like, oh, I'm horny for that belly button. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, thanks, zaddy. <laughs> and then I went home. That was it. <laughs> that was it. We we home. kissed on the cheek. That was it. We were in bed already. I said I'm horny for your belly button. You and said thanks, Zaddy. Killed the deal for we, me. We no. You said thanks, Zaddy. We went cheek cheek, and I went home. And then you got out of bed mm-hmm. to go went home. So we were in my bed. Yeah, yeah. I need to wash the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sweaty. Uh, so. You are very sweaty. Uh, we're glad that you're here for another episode. <laughs> I hope that that's everyone's first episode, so that that's their first take about what the show is. If this is uh, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, it's really just a look into Sully and I's uh, romantic, romantic relationship. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Nick joins in for fun, and Nathan watches. Mm-hmm. He uh, films. Just <laughs> sure, make me the creep ass. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to join and, in and nathan and would you uh, like to be a part of it you can join in michael we can make michael produce honest, honest question do you want to be a part of this thruple is it be a thruple a thruple no it'll be a quadruple i don't like that i like thruple. i like thruple better thruple mm, it'll be a thruple decided um i'm undecided we can invite I mean, michael but he's gonna michael's say no. gonna say no i'm not gonna be rejected again and it's not even because of the thruple part it's because he hates us yeah, I don't want to. I can't handle any more rejection. Yeah. Um. So, do we have a topic? I do not know what we're doing. I can talk about a topic. Can you? Because I was. It's a semi-serious topic. Three minutes that's ago. Okay. Yeah. I know that. I know that we do laughy, laughy, but I, I want to be kind of ranty and kind of serious at the end of the funny rant. Is that is that fair? Okay. It depends. Okay. Well, I'm just I have. Gonna, I have a. I need more uh, information. Well, I'll tell you offline. You have. Never okay. Mind. So here's the thing. It's it's semi serious. I and we'll we can do I don't think we have the audio, but I do want to do like a remember back in the last podcast with that other guy, uh time period? Michael? I'm familiar. Yeah, Michael. Um, we used to do what was probably the best part of that podcast, which was anytime that we talked about anything religious, we would have a Christian warning. Christian warning. Christian, Christian warning. warning. Probably the funniest thing that we ever did on that podcast. Yeah, yeah probably. So I want to put that here. Okay. Oh. So do you want to count us down? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Why okay. Not? Join in, Nick. Three, two, one. Christian, Christian warning. Christian warning. Christian warning. I didn't see your lips moving, Nick. After the first one, I started just like kind of 
listening. Disgustingly looking at all you guys doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't okay. know why we did that, stuck. but we we did. So. so here's the Christian warning: if you hate uh, if you hate listening about religious things, then tune out. But I will warn you: it's kind of the whole topic. So should I disclaimer with the fact that I'm no longer religious? That's fine. You can. I think that you will be more more on my side about this. Okay. Here's my rant. Uh, as as a as a back story. I think that all of us come from religious backgrounds, specifically Christian backgrounds, specifically evangelical Christian backgrounds. Sure. Cool. Uh, That's our raising. I will say personally, that is still the belief system in some facet, probably not in a way that would make a lot of churches happy because I, you know, cuss a bunch. And you're divorced. And, say, and I'm divorced, and I say things like, horny for your belly button. Thanks, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I just make sure you didn't forget. Yeah, yeah, I did not forget. Okay. No, okay. I have a tattoo that reminds me every day. Um, Does it just say divorce? Yeah, it just says divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you're divorced. It's a tattoo that says divorced. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, God. That would be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, I'm, I, I am probably the... I, I would say that I still subscribe to a belief a belief system of christianity so i will say preface with that i don't know the personal standings of everyone in the room unimportant really more important that i was at church on sunday yeah sure <laughs> we can all i was not in, I don't care. um but yeah i think i'm with you i would yeah. probably still hold you can to pitch it. in if you want to not happy about it but i'm still uh, sure uh yeah. i'm gonna say negative ghostwriter struggling and or negative okay that's fine Negative. I'm a I'm a yes, but probably most people wouldn't like my walk with God. Maybe you would say, and well, a lot of Christianese now. That's what the Christian sure. warning is. I'm trying to figure out what they would say. Anyways, I was at work today, and it was a very slow day. I'm already mad. Yeah, I know. I yeah, exactly. I'm already mad about this shit. I know you're gonna you're gonna be furious about this. I'll warn you. Um. I think, so I'll just tell the story first and, and then I'll go into the rant, I guess. The, the story is very simple. I was at work. It was probably 6.30. I don't get out till 8.30. Um, I, so, but we're nearing the end of the day, right? And I've already been there for many hours. And I'm already, you know, annoyed at how many stupid fucking questions I've gotten that day. So um, this guy comes in. He's a... Probably 60, late six, mid 60s year old, very large, like tall and a little fat, um, white guy, um, tucked in shirt to his jeans, just, and at first, you know, he seems like a little bit of a problem. He's asking about, he, his fucking nephew or something got his phone blacklisted because he reported it lost, but then he found it and then he gave it to his uncle, because he had already gotten a new phone, but his phone keeps shutting off because it's blacklisted, blah, blah, blah. I'm He's trying to get me to fix it. I can't do anything. I just tell him to call customer service, basically, which is also what I probably do with people that I can help, but I just don't want to. So I'm a terrible <laughs> employee. Um, but so you would think that, cool, call customer service. You work at Verizon, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, work at, I work at a phone company. T-Mobile. I don't want to get fired, but... I always Sprint. say on my Cricket. other on Let's my all the ones. on my other show I always say it rhymes with baby and B. Yeah, that's yeah. not very hard it's to figure me, out. Yeah, right. You exactly. come up with a better one than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug your other show if you want. Oh, that's fine. 
the Sully perspective. Look, my, look, look me up. So now I'm really gonna listen. I, this yeah, is, is this is plug. the SJN show. Okay, you know? but plug your shit, dude. I have another show and some other. Yeah, I try to. I'm trying to figure out how to make content. Uh, it's called Just Look Me Up. The Sully perspective, literally anywhere. Thank okay. you. Walmart. Plug yourself. Yeah, what's your I business? Own, I own a business called Vantage Screens LLC. If you have any screen needs, needs uh, go ahead. Your thing. Oh, sorry, you weren't done. I'm sorry, Nathan. Motorized screens and awnings and fixed work in Central Florida. Go, go ahead. ahead. What's your thing? Your no. Tell us your real life thing. I sell houses. Cool. If people. you need a house sold. Yeah. Or you if up you need on? to buy one, hit me up. Not so little Nikki. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you'd hit there me you up. But. And what? And then you guys have another show. I'm a single dad with three kids. I've got two cats. No, this isn't a, a dating service. I'm saying, uh, what's your? If it is your... a dating service, it's a terrible way to start. Uh, what what other thing do you want? The the other podcast. Oh, you and Dragons Dread Forts. It's a Game of Thrones, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. We release on Monday mornings, and we'd love to see you there. There you go. Okay, so the guy I think is done. I send him on his way. He starts to walk out, turns around comes back to me and he says, you know, you are a real alpha male type. Has anyone ever told you that? And I was like, mm. and I, the nice thing about I'm work. I'm for that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, <laughs> the, the, the real power bottom there, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about wearing a mask, having to wear a mask at work is that I can, I can like go, oh fuck, you know, and no one sees my mouth moving. Cause I do that a lot, but I was like, okay, this guy. I was like, oh, ha, ha. I just, I didn't know what to say to that. So I'm like, ah, ha. that's he a weird like, thing to say. Very weird thing to say. And he said, but let me tell you, uh, a lot of times your strength can also be your biggest weakness. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 for sure. And he's like, for me, it's my mouth. I get some lunch. Like I'm a good speaker, but it also gets me in trouble. I'm like, I think okay, I sold cool. a house to this guy. And then <laughs> pretty sure I did. Wait, wait. And he was a pastor. Oh, <laughs> no fucking I sold a house way. to this guy. <laughs> Oh, well, wait till I get done with the story, and then you'll definitely we'll talk know. about it. Yeah, this is going to be insane if you have. So he goes. So then it goes from that, and I just think that's a weird thing to say. But he's like, and let me give you an example of why. And he's just one of those guys that t- now he's going to tell me. Un- he sets his phones back down on the table, and I'm like, God, here we go. Did so, he put a Bible up there too? No, not yet. Oh. No, nothing, nothing Bible yet at all. Nothing Bible. Just, just your great, your your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness. He starts talking about that. He gives like an example of how some story about how his he uh, honestly a kind of insensitive, inappropriate story about how he he has a limp and he used to say uh, either I'm limping or I'm pimping or but why not do both or something like that. I don't know. So apparently he said that to some woman who was limping, but she ended up having a a, a wooden leg. Cool. So, so what that was the story that he told me, and I was like. Wow, what in the fuck? <laughs> that turned into somehow, and this is where I think I blacked out for a second because I don't, either this guy's insane or I really missed a segue. But somehow he started talking about Republicans and Democrats. And then, oh, yeah. and then do this. he went, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're this, is, this is going to fire you up. Then he transitioned and he started talking about what was first. <sighs> Basically, just saying very, very, very overtly. Um, did you ask? Did you ask him nothing? Like, I asked you, him nothing. You should have been like, "Are you lonely?" No, I, I didn't you the say number any for words. like a sex phone so line just, or like. Yeah, he, he's just talking, and those, then he goes you can limp in, and pimp there. Yeah, yeah. limp and pimp. <laughs> he goes into like Republican Democrat, but then he starts talking about he very cryptically starts talking about abortion, 
and starts talking about how the the Democrats want you to believe that you know when the baby it, it's not a thing, and, and but the baby's heart starts beating at 17 days, and, and there's there's fire there's fire stations that have a triangle, and it says something about you can leave your baby here. So all these women, you can't get the baby back if you abort it, and and I'm like, whoa, this is taking a turn. Then he transitions from that into homosexuality. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do this. So He's covering all the bases it here, gets, It gets really bad. So he starts talking about homosexuality, and then immediately, the, this is the weird thing, immediately when he started talking about homosexuality, it changed from political to religious. And he said, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's the only... Something, something is the only sin that... Um, what did he say? Something to the effect of it's the only sin where you have to change who you are. They have to change how they walk. This and I want to be very clear. This is not not what I believe, but these are the words of another man. Um, they it's the only sin where you have to change your walk, change your look, change your how you talk, and that's why it's different. And but and he just goes on this rant, and I don't say a word, and he talks about abortion and Republicans and homosexuals for i mean i, I mean I, no exaggeration three or four straight minutes and when you're at work and someone is quietly talking to you that is a long time and i'm just sitting there i don't say anything i'm just nodding hoping that this fucking conversation ends somehow and he starts getting pretty passionate about it and speaking about homosexuals in a way that i started feeling pretty uncomfortable um really hateful in his speech. Like the way that he was talking about homosexuality, it was almost as if he viewed them, uh, like not human, like the way he was talking about them was almost hateful. Not, not just, I don't agree with homosexuality. That's if someone wants to say, I don't agree with homosexuality, that's whatever. He started saying things that were pretty hateful and he gets done with his entire rant. And if you don't agree with homosexuality, you can fuck yourself. That's fine. Whatever. Like, yeah. But, because but no you know, one asked you. but you know what? Yeah. But I, I just wanted to sure. get it out there. But there is a difference between someone having a belief system about sexuality versus being a hateful person towards those people. Right. And, but also they can his, fuck themselves. And his speech was hateful. Right. Yeah. And at the end, so the power bottom thing was probably not. No. Okay. All right. Got so it. I. So what I should have said was, "Go fuck yourself." No, I should have said, "Okay, wow, that was great. I have a phone call in the back. Goodbye." I couldn't, and I know I'm at work. I shouldn't have. If my boss had heard me, I probably would have gotten in trouble. But what I did say was, "Um, do you, I just literally said, do you know me?" And he said, "No." I said, "Do you know anything about my life?" He said, "No." I said, okay, do you know if I'm a homosexual? He said, no. I said, okay, if I was, let's say I am gay. Do you think that what you just said brought me closer to God and your belief system or pushed me farther away? And he was like, he didn't really say anything. And then I said, what's the great, like in the Bible, because you're obviously, because he was quoting the worst thing that I hate about these old white guys is that they're really good at quoting scripture, better than I am. But the way that they quote scripture is so com so transparently manipulative and out of context that makes me want to throw up. But very, you know, using that, he, he starts on Masodom and Gomorrah and how God 
destroyed Sodom and it's the only sin that he's ever destroyed people for and yeah well God's done a lot of fucking blah 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 God's done a lot of things I don't think that's true though I don't think it's true either but that's this is what he's saying it was that whole flood thing yeah yeah, I don't know if you knew about that one so he starts he he really starts going hard on it and I I just said like basically hey what's what is What's our job, though? Like, as Christians, what's our job? And he was really confused by the question, and then he just started. It was like he was on a talk track. So, like, many questions that I I would ask him weren't on his talk track that he had memorized, so he didn't know how to respond to them. He would just start spewing the next part of the next chapter of his talk track that he had memorized, and it wouldn't answer my question. And I said, no, like, what's... If we're we're following the Bible, like, what's... Okay, let's do this. Because you're being... I said, like... There's a story in the Bible that's really famous, right? It's when the Pharisees are like, what law is best? This law, this law, God likes this, God hates this. What's the best law, Jesus? And Jesus says, "Um, yo, just love God and love each other. And he ignores their actual question. That's the greatest commandment, right? Love people. Treat people better than you treat yourself. That's the Bible in a nutshell. That's it. Love people. And when I told that to him, he just... He's like, but not them, but not them. That's different. It said that God turns their themselves them over to their sins. That's the only sin where He would allow them to be eaten by their sins. So, and I'm like, so you're saying they can't be? If you think it's a sin, they can't be redeemed. No, it's the only sin. And he's like getting really hateful, saying some inappropriate things. And I just felt for the. I think for the first, like I've always had. Anyone that is close to me knows that I've been frustrated with church more than Christianity. I've been frustrated with the church for years and years. But I think that this was the first time that I truly sat somewhere and I was like, I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate what he stands for. I, I, if I wasn't, if I didn't have my own personal belief system and this was my first interaction with a Christian, I would fucking hate Christians. If I was gay... And that was my first interaction with a Christian. How fucking atrocious of a message is that? And so I just, I was like really visibly angry. So I just stopped talking and he continued for 22 more. I looked at my phone, 22 more minutes went on a rant and just cut time. And I just didn't talk. And I texted my boss. I said, please come save me. And he didn't respond. And I said, dude, please. He didn't respond. I said, fuck, Nabil, please fucking come save me. And finally he came out and he's like, oh, Sully, I think you have a call on line one. And I was like, yeah, dude, 30 minutes too late. That's the story. But I really hate Christians sometimes. And that's my, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> and I'm a Christian. Like, I want to be clear about it. I yeah. consider myself to be a Christian. But like, I just don't understand truly how people can miss what I believe to be the very clear number one message of the entire Bible, and that's love people. One of my issues recently in the last 12 to 18 months or so has been saying, basically, I mean, the the conversation that you're having with that guy... You guys believe the same thing. That's what's crazy. That's, that's what hurts me. 
That's what. That's why. I'm, well, we believe the same thing. To be clear, uh, no, I, I, we no, believe no, no, the same no, no, thing yeah, about yeah. There, I, Jesus about died the, on the cross. I'm talking about the main core piece, the the God that He believes in, Is the, the Jesus that He believes in, those things that He believes in. That's the same. It's the same religion, right? But I truly believe that that guy does not believe that the has same been, God that I, I believe in. I does would, that make sense? Though it does you, make sense. I, I understand. But what you're you see what I'm saying? It's the same religion. That's what I've struggled. That with. guy's God is not my God. That, but that's what I've struggled with. Is like I got. I'm so fucking tired of having to explain to non Christians who are who understand how to love people and just allow them to be allow them to to be who they want to be and love them through whatever they're going through whatever they're dealing with those those non-christians understand it better than the the christians that i interact with and and that's hard to or some some of them not all i mean obviously like but but that's really hard for me to keep doing that and keep uh, you know, having to explain that, well, they're missing it. Okay, well, is over 50% of them missing it? Or or do mm. we just not believe the same thing? I well, mean, that's I, my I issue. I, think I, I don't think you believe the same thing. Well, that's what I think is the truth. Too. Yeah. Like, I don't think my whole entire view of Christianity is the same, even close to what that guy is. Because he, the argument there that we had for a minute while I was talking was my argument, it's not, he kept saying, like, it's our job to, like, he would go outside of gay bars and preach. And he would go to, like... It's effective. Stop. Like, right. That, it's fucking stupid is what it is. That was Yeah, that was clearly sarcastic. No, I know. I, yeah, know, right, I, know. Yeah. I agree. I'm saying yeah. I agree. No, it's I know. fucking stupid. And it just does not communicate love in any way to me at all. But I think the biggest hardship for me <laughs> with... if I don't want to talk about people's views on homosexuality specifically, but... When I'm coming out of, I'm starting to have really hard problems with almost every single church I've been a part of. And I look back and I, because I've moved so much, I've been a part of a lot and I was a missionary kid. So I, I've been a part of a bunch of churches and I've seen just flaw after flaw after flaw. And I'm coming out of that and I had a job at the time mm-hmm. I was at, uh, I was working at a winery and someone that I got kind of close with there was a 50 year old gay guy. And I'm on the precipice of divorce. I have a marriage that's in shambles. And to be like pretty vulnerable, like I was not doing good. I was depressed and I had all these issues mentally. And my, my I just didn't want to be home ever because my marriage was just uh, toxic. And because of me too, by the way. And... The Me Too the movement guy, really made you talk. No, 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 me, oh. me also. Oh, I thought that's me also. Oh, okay. And this guy at work. Too who far? I started, yes, too far. Okay, I'm sorry. This guy at was, work that I started. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Especially in this conference. Um, this guy that I became. You know, cut the tension, motherfucker. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this guy that I was becoming friends with at work is 50-something-year-old gay guy. Uh, he's been married to his husband for 30 years. Has I've met his husband his name, his name, his husband's name is David. David has come to like uh, company functions and stuff like that. They have like an incredible marriage, super loving, sacrificial to each other, and has wait for it. This is the fucked up thing that fucks with my brain. What I would consider the definition of take take out the fact of the gender that they are based on other people's beliefs, right? Based on some people's beliefs, take out the gender. They have what I would consider very biblical 
marriage um, principles. principles, right? And I started really struggling. That's when I started really struggling and started thinking like, maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't matter what I believe or don't believe. We should probably just rely on Jesus said love people. That's and so that's kind of been my religious stance for the last three, four, five years. Has been like I don't know a lot. There's a lot that I'm confused on. There's a lot that I don't know. Believe, don't believe. I don't know. So I'm just going to go with. I believe like close-handed issues about Jesus. We won't even talk about those. But here's what my life is about: loving people. I'm just going to try to love on people. Doesn't matter where they come from or if I agree with them or not. Just love on them. And so this person who's supposed to have the same religion as me is so antithetical to that idea of love and so antithetical to the idea of trying to uh, understand, listen. He didn't listen to me the whole time. He just talked for 30 minutes. Even when I would ask him a question, he wouldn't answer it. And he and at the end, the worst part is as I was walking away, my boss bailed me out. He said, by the way, based on what I've said, like you're – your face is really softened to what I've been saying. I can tell, like, like, see, like, Jesus is like, and I was like, fucking what? <laughs> like, literally nothing that you've said. I'm pissed. I was really angry. All right, Justin. I, I'll just say one thing. That's going to be, like, really Christian before Justin gets going, because I know it's going to be a, he's getting ready over there. I saw him cracking his knuckles, and uh, <laughs> I think, uh, personally, I think that, um, there's going to be a lot of people who, uh, cause I, I believe in God and believe in heaven and have a, I would say that I'm a Christian. Um, I think there's going to a lot of, going to be a lot of people that get to, uh, we'll, we'll say get to heaven. I don't know if, uh, but, and they're going to be really surprised when they get turned away is what I think. Woo! I think that there's going to be a lot of people surprised at who gets let in and who gets turned away. Is it bad for me to say that I really hope that's true? I, I mean, I probably. I mean, but I don't know what to tell you on that one. Like, that's the. I mean, yeah, but I but really then I do. feel bad for sitting there hoping that pe- these people that yeah, think obviously that, like, you don't. Then hope, I feel bad about that. So I'm not. I'm not hoping yeah. anything. I think that just. I wish blanket. The saying, hope. The hope is from a human perspective that they would somehow get get that aha moment before right, the, the consequences sort eternal. Of, yeah. Right. Right. But like, yes, I agree too. Like, you want them to be like to have that moment of like, oh fuck, I am in. Well, there's some kind of justice to it. Some kind of like, you know, of because think like, of the Christian yeah. aspect. That guy's just an asshole. I would agree with that. Like, yeah. regardless of his beliefs, he's just an asshole. And and I cannot say and the thing that made me mad too. I will add in as another level. I really hate the idea of tying your political beliefs with your religion. And if you're a Christian, you have to be a Republican. Makes me just fucking so mad. Or if you're a Christian and think that having legal abortions is actually the most effective way to potentially, you know, or, or giving people options is the most effective way to love people and and eventually lower the amount of abortions that that happen your your view on how abortion should be should be you know uh tackled is different than this guy's view yeah then you're a bad christian you support killing babies no his his argument was that you aren't let me look at the stats there right but let me look at the stats and the stats show that actually under democratic administrations there's less abortions than there are under 
under Republican administrations. So, like, what the fuck does that mean? It means that it's it's up in the air of how we tackle this this issue. So it just, that's, but I yeah. just don't understand how it's tied. Right. Anyways, go ahead, Nathan. I'm sorry. Like, no, you, that's just all saying, I really had to yeah. say is that I think that think there's, there's going to be a lot of people who are shocked. Yeah. If, even if they're not turned away. And I and you believe in in heaven, and that is the place that we will end up getting the judgment. If not turned away, there's going to be a lot of people that are sorely, sorely like ultra regretful about the way that they lived their life. Yeah, I'm just so fucking tired. I'm tired of of all of it. So it's easier for me to just remove myself from it. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do or that's what right. I should do, that's but that's the I've easiest done. thing it's been. And I got to tell you, playing golf on Sunday mornings is a lot more fun. Oh yeah, 100. percent I get so much more sales working on weekends. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just just recently started going back to church, and it is weird. It's been yeah. it's been weird. All right, Let's, Justin, go ahead, pop off, Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Feel like you're about to drop some like Eminem shit. I just feel like like your palms are sweaty. Knees <laughs> weak, arms are heavy. Vomiting, sweat already. Mom spaghetti, nervous. But on the surface, oh, oh, you're so cool. Palms, but you keep, I'm forgetting what you wrote down the whole cargo. So the audio. We're probably gonna get demonetized for that. Yeah. What money? Oh yeah. Well. All right. So. I guess. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that I used to work at a church. And I think for me, the thing that has really helped me feel comfortable about landing in a place where I've landed is for a long time. And you guys know because you all know me. I've tried my best to advocate for just being a kind fucking person to other people. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm always great at it. That's uh, evidenced by many. No, you're kind of everyone but me. Right. <laughs> Everybody I've ever met except you. Um, so I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. Right. But I've tried to in so many different places in my life. Uh, live life in a way that is demonstrative of just loving people. Um, loving people with our time, loving people with our words, loving people with our resources, loving people in every way that we can without any strings attached to it. And so often I received a lot of pushback from that and a lot of more. To be clear, I want to be clear, very clear. From the church, from the church, and yes. and the and the the not from random people, right? From the one place that that's supposed to be the core, right? From from my bosses, from my colleagues, from the people that were influential leaders there. Um, now I'm not saying that all. I, obviously, all church people are not bad. All non-church people are not bad. All church, all church people are not good, and all non-church people. Are, there's no like blanket to it. Yes. Um, but for me, the thing that has really helped me feel comfortable about waking up on Sunday mornings and spending time with my kids and not having any kind of agenda or thing that I'm doing outside of that is I, I mean, I got in trouble 
several times and I, I'm not going to go into detail cause I'm not trying to drag anybody, but I got in trouble for things like speaking up against, uh, racism Racism is a big one yeah. racism is the one that i often heard the most about uh homosexuality um i mean the list the list can go on i got i got fucking pushback for my support of ending child trafficking from from a an elder's wife at a church at the church yeah for ending right. child it, human trafficking, and I want to, and I want to be the, the what's what's shocking about this too is like the I think the biggest pushback that you had was probably the racism thing That's based the on most stories that one. you've told me, and what's what's crazy to me is that that doesn't even make any sense to me because you would think as a church if you understand a, a church belief system about maybe let's call let's say talk about homosexuality as an example, you can almost understand a church being like, hey, bro. Because we have a specific belief system, it's not a good look for a staff member to be like pro-gay marriage, right? But that's not even their big thing. Racism. We're talking about the equal treatment of people that just have different skin color than me. White people like to voice their opinion on racism a lot more than they should. And their opinions are shit. Right. Right. Sometimes. So for me... I have experienced, this is just me, I've experienced religious people being some of the most hateful people I have ever met in my life, while on the flip side of that, non-religious people, even outspoken atheists, being some of the kindest, most caring and compassionate humans of all time. Yeah. And I just, and for a long time, I was, I just continually chalked that up to the church argument of sin, brokenness, everybody, you know, it's a a long, but I I reached a point where I was like, no, fuck this. That's just making excuses continually and allowing this behavior to continue over and over and over and over and over. And why is it that, that the secular world are the people who are doing the most good for other people. I'm not talking about spirituality and all that shit. I'm talking about for human beings, for the people around us. Yes. Why is it that when there's a hurricane ravaging a city, the mega church in the city is saying, nope, sorry, you can't house those people who now have no home, no money, no resources, no place to go. They can't stay here. Why is that? Why is that okay? But that same group of people doesn't pay taxes. Those same group of people are living their lives without any worry about the other people around them. And they can just do that without anybody giving a shit. And, and, and with no, and, and an uninformed, but, and with no regret. That's the fucking irony of the whole thing is that they're in, they're like justifying their righteousness in their own mind. A hundred percent. Because they give, Ironically, they give money every Sunday to the corporation, not, by the way, I didn't say church, I said fucking corporation. 100%. Giving money to the corporation that is, specifically mega churches are the worst, but a lot of churches are this way. Giving giving the corporation the money that is just going to fuel this righteous indignation in the first place. Yeah, why is somebody mad because I said the word fuck when you are causing a scene because we're supporting a, a, a 
organization that is supporting the end of child trafficking. That scenario literally happened. A woman complained to my bosses because she heard me say the word fuck in my own personal life. But she, that same human being, is the one who caused a giant fallout and this whole big thing publicly, by the way, on social media about us supporting an organization that's committed to ending child trafficking. Why is that? Yeah. And and that just scenario has just played out time and time. I mean, there was a guy, without saying any names, a guy who continually called me into his office to talk to me about my stance and my voice about racism in the church and in the world, but that person got removed from his position for abusing his power. Why is that okay? Why is that something that I'm going to continually support? It's not. I'm yeah. done. And so I think that for so long I was guilty of um, of uh, making excuses for it and chalking it up to all the things that church people chalk it up to and just allowing that to continue and even even participating in the hurt that people are experiencing because I'm supporting the corporation that is the church. And I just eventually said, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when my marriage is falling apart and my life is in shambles, the only texts I'm getting are from people who literally out of the blue six months i haven't spoken to this person seen this person the only text is hey man uh you know god really wants you fuck you god really wants me to work on my marriage you know nothing about my life yeah you know nothing about what i am doing what i've tried to do where i'm at and that's that's the words that you have to say to me and you think that that's kind and loving and so for me or like uh without saying names or like really good friends of mine sending me marriage books instead of asking me how I'm doing when I'm going through a divorce. I was or wondering like, why you didn't ever thank me for that book. No, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that one. No, that, that, that was a different book. Um, or Just cutting the tension. Yeah, Just cutting I, know, the tension. I appreciate it. No, but like that, that, what you're saying, or strangers, like literally I barely know their name because I went to college with them, texting me like, hey, um, so like what's up with you and Sarah? Excuse me, I think Shelby is your name. I don't, who the <laughs> fuck are you? It's, but I would say like, oh, you know, we're separating. And then it's like, oh, why? What? Fuck off. Yeah. And these are people that are leaders in churches and stuff. So I, I, it's like, it's like the, I don't understand how these people in these churches can just be missing, missing it so blatantly like so so badly like it's not like they're like because this is the thing like if you're like i personally don't believe in homosexuality because of blah 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 i'd be like cool man move on like whatever you have your belief system but that's different than hateful speech towards them saying that they're not the same level of people now we're this is not what bible are you fucking reading what what are you because it's it cannot be I don't understand it. I saw this is a little bit lighthearted, but it was it also kind of hit home. I shared uh, I'm shit posting the fuck out of memes. You right are now. so many shit posts on uh, Instagram, and one meme that I found recently that I just loved so much uh, was it was this picture of this old lady in her car with her window rolled down, smile like shit eating grin, and it said. <laughs> Church is over. Time to go be a bitch. And I was like, 
I mean, like it, 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 it's the big things, but it also boils down into the little things. I worked in restaurants for a while. And, and you know my least favorite day to work Sunday Sundays. was Sunday. Worst, worst tips. Everybody in the service industry. If you don't, if you're not in the service industry right now, you're probably and you're and you're a Christian. If you that combo, you're never worked in eyes. the in service yeah. industry and you're a Christian. Right now, you're going. Oh come on, that can't no. be you. One hundred percent. Ask any server of all time ever, ever. who is the worst tipper. It's and sun, it's the all, Sunday crowd. It is always one hundred percent the Sunday crowd. And here, and here's it's not only just that they're bad tippers. That's one also side the of a coin. Rudest. They're also fucking rude. And then most needy. Needy's okay. I'm okay with needy. It's a restaurant. You're paying for this food. Sure. You should get what but you like, want. But it's it's how you rude. talk to yeah, me it's about rude. it. It's when you're a giant bitch. Because I've got six tables that all got sat at the same time and I forgot your cup of ranch or or I asked for it. I just haven't had time to go back to the window to get it. And like and you wanna cause a scene in a restaurant. Like yeah. no, you can go fuck yourself. Like but why why is didn't it, you why just is it come that from, crowd? Come from your church service just now? Like did what did they tell you there? Go be a bitch to your waiter who's working for two dollars and fifteen cents an hour yeah. and then you're gonna stiff me on a tip? Well, you think that that's or, like or cool? way worse. Or way worse. Or you leave me a, a, a Bible track, a fake, I'll spit in a your food. fake, a fake hundred dollar yeah. bill I'll that's spit in actually your food. a Bible track on how to go to how not not how to go to heaven even how not to go to hell. Yeah, makes those are actually puke. my favorite. So my my big point here, <laughs> I had the, those they are funny. They are kind of funny. The the main overarching point to kind of bring it back to the original conversation is in my personal experience, I have personally experienced in general. This is a, a, a generalization, not a full-fledged... A blanket statement. Blanket, a blanket statement, statement against anything. But in general, I have found religious people are significantly less kind than people who have no ties to any sort of organized religion. The people who aren't following some like higher power thing are a lot more reasonable and compassionate and kind and intentional with how they are interacting with me and what I've got going on in my life than the people who are who are within the organization. Well, I think it it's the I think the problem is that religion sometimes gives you an excuse, like a um like a cop out. Like I'm a Christian, so th- that equals I'm a good person or that equals I'm a better person or whatever. So you don't feel like you need to do anything extra or outside of your little Sunday service, your little cutesy, you know, you and the other 14 white people that meet every Tuesday night at someone's house. Like, And they feel like that's enough in life. Not Not enough in Christianity, but they just feel like that's enough in life. Like they're in this echo chamber of other people telling them that they're doing good and they're telling those other people that they're doing good. And so when it comes to like basic human decency, it's like lost on them. Here's another personal example. My dad growing up beat the shit out of me. He was a deacon in our church. Yeah. And he would say, it's because I love you. Okay. So I, I, there were times where I was literally not, this is not an example. I was bleeding from his belt and but he goes to church on sunday and he's smiling happy family leading sunday school classes and he'd go home and literally beat the shit out of me and i wasn't a bad kid i didn't do drugs i didn't have sex i didn't steal it like i have no criminal record none of that shit until i was 18 and out of the house i fucked (laughs) up i had bad grades in school yeah 
okay, I lied about my grades because I knew you were going to beat the shit out of me. Literally beat, my dad punched me over and multiple times. Like, and he's a deacon at church. So it, I found it hard to justify. I just reached a point in my life where I was like, I've made excuses for this for a long time. And I just, I just can't anymore. And I've seen more importantly than my own personal experience, I've seen and talked to other people and heard the horror stories and why they will never step foot in the church again. Yeah, and I think that this was just break, my first, it breaks my heart. This was my first outside of the church because I mean, I I have I, I could speak for literal hours and hours and hours about hurt that I've had inside the church, leaders that I've been disappointed in inside the church. I could go for hours. I think this is the first experience that I've ever had that was that felt I for the first time I felt like the outsider. I felt like I was the not part of the system and it was my first experience feeling what I imagine a lot of people have felt and where the general consensus of like, oh, Christians are kind of judgmental or Christians are rude or Christians are whatever. It was the first time I I saw that from outside the system, I guess, and experienced it because I've always, maybe I've heard other people's stories but I've been a part of the system itself, and so I felt like de- detached from it. But I felt very, I felt so upset and sad and angry at the same time, because not not because this guy, because that guy's just an idiot, right? Like that guy's just an asshole, and there's plenty of assholes in the world. And that guy himself didn't ruin my day. It made me sad that like what Nick said is that that's supposed to be the same religion that I believe in. Like that's supposed to be the same God. That's supposed to be the same end goal. That's supposed to be the bigger than this life thing that we both believe in. But I've never felt more detached from someone or from a religion than I did in that moment just because I felt so sickened by the thought that people might equate me with that guy. Yeah. That's exactly what I've been saying. I I, I got so scared that people at work who overheard that conversation might go, oh, I'm pretty sure Sully's a Christian too. He, that now in their mind, that's equal. And that made me want to like literally like vomit emotionally. But for me, I reached a point where how many times can I try to explain to people that this is not the same thing before I realized this is definitely not that I don't believe this shit that you guys believe. Yeah. And how many times can you can you say that? How many times can you apologize for the actions of a lot of people? How many times can you try to justify? How many times can you excuse? How many times can you say all this stuff before you're the fool too? How many times can you go through all that whole process and try to explain away that that's not what it's supposed to be like before you realize that maybe it actually, like, maybe it is? Or maybe... Maybe there's more brokenness and flaws in the whole thing than than originally talked about, or what you know, whatever. Like, I just I just think that there's so much there's so there's so much like heavy stuff with when you when you talk about. I mean, and people have so many ties to religion, like they've got family ties, and and you know, you're really close with your family, and yeah. your family's super like incredibly you know, faith based and all that stuff. And so like, and it's, and it's ironic too, like, because, you know, me and my dad have different beliefs about uh, lots of things. You know, he's, he's much more conservative than I would consider myself to be in his both religious and political views. But I will say on a positive note to kind of, um, 
what's the word I'm thinking of to counteract, I guess I'm that's not the word I'm thinking of, but Balance to, out, maybe. yeah, to, to show the other side of what, uh, a, someone who I believe is walking out what I believe to be the actual Christian Christian belief system. My, my dad is an example. My dad has dedicated the last 20 years of his life to children in Eastern Europe who are starving and dying and being trafficked, sex trafficked. And my dad has built halfway homes and my dad has built feeding centers and he has truly shown no string, what you said, no string attached love to a whole culture and community of people and it's continuously still, he has a nonprofit organization that that's what they do. They literally work with orphans and prevention of human trafficking and feeding centers and summer camps and saving kids' lives with no strings attached and no look at me and no one specific church behind him saying, that. see, look what we did. Because that's how I grew up as a missionary kid, too. You had a quote-unquote sending church, right? Mm, yeah. That gets all the glory for being, you know, if you're a really good missionary, the home church is like, see, look, look the picture's up on the wall of the missionary family and see what we're doing with our money. Not look what God is doing or not look what a community can do. And that's why we should replicate this. But look at the, you know, home church, you know, the corporation. I saw the like- money, the angel investor. Yeah, I saw a lot of that firsthand with me, like when I when I left. So good job, pops. That's what I, I'm saying. Sorry. Yeah, it, and there and there are plenty of great people who are also like Christians, you know. Um, but for me, I there was you know when I started dealing with a lot of the stuff in my personal life that I've dealt with, and when I I mean it goes back to when I started processing and dealing with stuff with my family, I was continually told, oh, well, you got to forgive and move on and forget. And like, no, my parents like beat the shit out of me. That's not something that I'm just going to be like, oh, you guys are fine. It's cool. Like, no, I'm not. And then when, you know, I started dealing with stuff as an adult, you know, more recently, I have never felt so like conditional love ever in my life as I have with the people that were my friends and my colleagues and my coworkers and, you know, people that I had spent the, I moved, I moved to Florida a decade ago. I love you no matter what. I know. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> I know. And again, I'm not saying it's everybody, but I'm just saying in, in, in my experience, generally speaking, mo I've, I've talked to, Oh no, I've been betrayed by, mo- I've been by trade. I, I've been betrayed by only Christians. I'm, I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. The friendships that I lost because of decisions that were made in my life and hurt that I dealt with, which they didn't even care to ask about, those betrayals happened only from Christians. Zero of my secular friends said, ooh, I don't like the choices that you're making and you should probably fix those and... And uh, we don't want to be friends, or they just dropped off the face of the planet, or they just... Or I can't be seen associating with right, you. Right, right. I didn't get any of that from yeah. my friend Hayden. I didn't get any of that from... you know I can name a bunch of people who I got it from were my church friends, who now don't exist in my life and don't care to ask how I'm doing. Same. You know, and that's sad. And I want to give a, a positive message, like some sort of positive message at the... Like, I don't want it to make it seem like all Christians are shit. 
I'm not trying to take a poop on Christianity. What I'm trying to do, always, I don't know, like... I've always felt that I'm a pretty poor Christian, but maybe I'm a pretty good Christian. No, I think you are, <laughs> because, like... It's just, like, I just feel so strongly about the fact that it's just about love. And that's it. And, like, that's what yeah, Jesus I mean, literally said when he was asked, what's the greatest commandment? He said just love. And... and Sort of ironically, um, he he also said um, that they'll know that you're Christians by your love, mm. and <laughs> like so, <laughs> right? Like so, I mean, and uh, but how many people know that people are Christians because of their hate? The, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, here's the well, truth of it: all of us in this room, we're friends because of church. That's a hundred percent true. We all met and are friends because of. Christianity and and church with the exception of you two being brothers, but yeah, we're not really that great of friends either. Though, yeah. So, yeah. If I didn't have <sighs> Jesus in my life, <laughs> yeah. That, Do you have anything to say, Michael? You're I probably. Say, I was kind of hoping. Yeah. I was. I wanted a antithetical. You're I, probably. I, I don't even know where, like, because I don't want it to be an argument, and I want to hear you guys out, and like, I. I, you can say whatever you want to say. I understand that. But I don't want an echo chamber either. So if you have a differing opinions, that's beneficial I mean, to us too. I have some differing opinions. Cool. That's what I'm I want to hear really... too. Because I'm done talking for a little bit. Yeah, I mean. He doesn't even yeah. have a mic. Same. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put my mic up. No, it's you can talk. No, I want to hear. I still have a mic, so. <laughs> <laughs> so all the. No, anyway. Um, <laughs> all the same people. <laughs> All the regular folk. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to feel like attacked in this conversation. And I don't think I am being attacked because like I am still friends with you guys and I love you and I do go to church and I do believe in Jesus. And like I, I can see all of what you're saying. And I mean, You've already said, like, you were tired of making excuses for people. And I think what Nathan has said is, like, maybe those people truly aren't Christians. Or, I know. And, and as far as, you know, the way that they're living their lives out, it's not actually lining up with how we're commanded to love people. And, but I mean, I probably do disagree in some scenarios of, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, Listen, I said what I said. He yeah, said what he said. Here's the fun this part is, is sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I I'm not I'm not going to argue or fight back, yeah. but I I genuinely do want to hear what you have to say because the truth of it is, and this goes for all I don't know, you can label whatever you want, but the three of you are all really phenomenal friends and don't fit into any of the categories that I said. Wait, what? Because they are Nick maybe more so, but they've all three stated like their religious views are significantly different than mine. Yours are too, not as significantly. Point oh, being, I thought well, you were saying I wasn't a good friend out of everyone. Also I was like, great, it seemed like that, right? You're Nick? also yeah. a great friend. You're a little bit further down that. down the river the river as I am. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. These guys, especially especially you know Michael being of of the five of us in this room, Michael being the most like devout, you know, religiously, you're a phenomenal friend and you've proven that time and time and time again, you don't fit into that category. That's why I was very 
trying very clearly to say like this does not apply to everybody i think there's good people on both sides and there's bad people on both sides in my experience the vast majority has been a challenge when it when you also attach religion to that you don't fall into that in my experience yeah so i think where the the brunt of my argument is is i think we have in this room a hyper focus on american christianity on the mix of culture politics racism whatever all melded into a mega church building mm. that i don't think is necessarily an example of early day christianity if you like hear like hear from missionaries that are on boots on the ground today they are christians living you know what they believe is what they're supposed to be doing which is reaching unreached people groups living their lives 100%, you know, for the gospel. Um, so it's like, yeah, there are huge problems in America with Christianity, with megachurches, with politics getting mixed into Sunday mornings. Like, there's all of those things that take place. Um, so to, I, I guess where I disagree is to turn your back completely on uh, and I don't we haven't had a conversation about religion in probably 2 years. I don't even know. Like and I've I don't I've been waiting for you to just cuz I don't want to pressure you on it and yeah cuz that's not what I'm here to do. I'm right. here to just hang out and be your friend and ask if you need help with anything, you know? Like so <laughs> whatever. Um yeah, so I think I agree there are huge problems, but I don't think the problem is Jesus. I don't think the problem is the Bible or the way that we're supposed to be living. And if we actually follow the Bible, I don't think it looks like, you know, whatever 75% of Christians in America are living, you know. So I don't know if, yeah, and I think that Cody, what Cody's saying and what I'm saying yeah, I, I is just, not necessarily that the problem is with Jesus and the problem is with the Bible and the problems with what what's in there. The where my hurt and just exhaustion is is the environment that I find myself in, which unfortunately, some days is America. Yeah. Um, and and man, it's just. Everything that these these two have said, I feel the exact same way. I'm not as far down as, as Justin is. I mean, I, I'm I'm probably closer to where Cody is, but I'm just so fucking tired. And yeah, and to that's be a, lumped that's into the, that that's is, the is really per- hard. It's the perfect word for it. Is I feel because I want to be like I. If someone straight up asked me about my beliefs, I do say I am a Christian. And if you were to push me, like, what do I believe? And what you said, I do believe exactly what you said. I don't think the problem is Jesus. My whole argument against the things that are hurtful and the things that are damaging and the things that are hateful, my argument against that is Jesus. My argument against that is I don't understand how you're reading the same book as me. Because when I read the book, he exudes patience and love and going to the people that every Christian would say that you're not supposed to talk to. He literally would eat and have meals with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the divorced woman and the 
every single the, and if there was story like and the gay people and just insert anything if you're a fucking horrible person the the black people whatever enter anything that you stupid fuckers are against that's the people that jesus associated himself with yeah so that's my point like my point isn't against christianity or jesus my 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 exhaustion what you're talking about my pain I literally have like emotion in my voice. I can yeah. feel it in my throat. Is it's not the only thing. Frustration. Hey, <laughs> is frustrated. That's funny. That was funny. Thanks. Is my frustration that people claim the word and name Jesus and then spit on people that they don't deem worthy of His love. Mm. That's what hurts and frustrates me. Is like. There are people that are hurting, like Justin's talking about. There are people that need our help. And the one group of people that is supposed to be the most obvious choice to help them. Oh, you mean the Pharisees. Right, yeah. That's, I mean. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the American church. Right, but why can't they see that? Like, what's, what, 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 that's what, what I'm saying. Not is the what are we missing? Did you see it. that you're not well, that? Yeah, like, the Pharisees and Sadducees didn't see the Savior right in front of them, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. My what really annoys me is when the victim card is played. Like like you will be persecuted. You will like you're you're being persecuted as a Christian in America right now. They're t- they're coming for our country. They're coming for our religion. They they don't want you to talk. They don't want you to speak. And they're the only ones what in power. What the fuck? And yeah, like and they're the only ones holding political office. What do you think? Office. I mean, you're not you're not a victim. Like you're you're victimizing other people. And I made a joke about the the Me Too movement earlier. I want to be clear that like that that's not I, the joke was a joke, and I'm very yeah. pro Me Too movement and pro listening to fucking women and victims that have gone through things and understanding their stories and and siding with them. I, you're you're not a victim, Kyle Rittenhouse. You're not. I don't fucking care what the jury says. I don't give two shits. You're not a fucking victim. And I'm glad that you guys had me on to talk about this. And I'm sure you didn't want me to say that. <laughs> but at the same time, oh, you're not a record, fucking victim. For the record, I wanted you to say that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. The victim is the motherfucker who doesn't get to go, doesn't, doesn't get to sit in that courtroom. The victim is Maude Arbery, who doesn't get to be in that courtroom while you fucking talk about how you don't want black pastors in the fucking room. I can't. I'm, I'm or, while, or while, or while, or while a Texas church has a pastor-led chant yep. of basically saying "fuck you" to a social person, that is what is hurtful. It's not. But like, I want to be clear. Like, I think that I'm actually closer to probably your belief system, Michael, than even what Justin is saying because I do my. That's what is painful to me is the painting that's being painted of religion of christianity is becoming bigger than the actual belief system which is why i think it's so important to keep jesus at the focal point like that is like if any of this becomes anything else about anything else other than jesus then we've missed it in everything and like i would agree with you on that yeah he is the way, the truth, and the life. And that, like, I mean, that's the people, like you were saying uh, earlier, um, sorry, Michael, but you were saying earlier uh, that the big old fat asshole dude that Sully talked to, 
that it's the same God, and I I really don't. Think yeah, so. I agree, and I, I agree. Think, and I understand. I, what you're, I, I understand what you're saying. Right. I'm but saying I think that people that on the dude, outside that dude's, it's the same. That know? dude's God is the Republican Party. That dude's God is uh, hatred of uh, homosexuals, gay people, whatever they want to be called. Uh, that dude's God is probably himself. Um, well, this that's was, what, so I will. I just want to add another part of the conversation because what you just said is a hundred percent right. He said, he 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 said the o- I've only he was ma- he was contradicting himself. He was basically saying that gay people can never be redeemed or saved. Which that's total which number one. Bullshit. But then but then but he even, said he even preached if that's outside necessary, of right, whatever you know like sure. But that it's just a asinine statement on so many levels. But and I can't even start to break that sentence down. But like. But then he God said, the only "Well, so right." On God. So he, God. so he said, but he said he preached outside of gay bars, and I said, "So why did you preach outside of gay bars?" Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and, he, and "Got him, right?" And I was like, "So why, if if gay people can't be saved, why did you preach outside of gay bars?" And then he said, "I only, well, then I I led one." to the Lord and I did and then he kept saying this word I and he said I did this and I did that and I saved and I said and I literally stopped him at one point I mean I said you mean God did and he was like what and he said well he uses me as his vessel and I'm like bro you just like won a trophy you like what it like you have a pop socket cabinet of like all the people you've quote unquote saved like what the fuck weird like collection of souls Is he pointed the funko pops to say pop sockets oh yeah. <laughs> damn it damn it i said pop socket yeah, the fun- pop- <laughs> damn it, you got fun- all these back phone kit like the back of fucking phone. i meant funko pops but you know what i'm saying like it's some weird like soul trophy case that you keep that you're like look how many i've yes like, what I, I, is yes that? right it's creepy. It's f- like it's weird, and it's it's self gratifying, yeah. and it's he he is his guy. Like a hundred, I'm so glad you said that, Nathan, because I felt in that conversation like that was his point. Is like l- learn about me, like learn, like listen about how great I am. We all know that's true too. Like I mean, I know that's true. I know that it's not the same God. It's not the same Jesus. I know that. My point, and I think I've I made it already, but my yeah, point is I'm is just exhausted that, about defending that guy saying like, oh, he just doesn't get it. He's getting it out of context. I'm so tired of that. I just want to be like, no, fuck that guy. Well, like, yeah. you know, that that's what I want to say, but and, and I can't. Right. I think a lot of my challenge comes from I've worked in two churches. Like well, I've been so deeply a part of it, like so involved and just it is just it is so much and i think that your point about like our experience being the american church is a fair point like it is not the same everywhere but the truth of it is that's my reality that is my experience and i spent you know the better part of a decade of my life working in churches and almost three basically three full decades of my life involved heavily involved in churches and i've i've just not seen the good outweigh the bad in uh, more often than i've seen the opposite and i just think that that's where my challenge comes in i do think that uh like i like i i will just confirm like my statement before like i I think that there are plenty of good people that are part of churches um 
I, I'm not discrediting that. I'm not taking away from that. I've just, after th- almost 30 years now, being heavily involved, you know, in church in many different ways and many different forms from attending to volunteering to interning to volunteer staffing to staffing, like to being a director to like all of these different things. Like it's just, it's just a giant weight and it's just a lot. And it's just, I, I developed a lot of my anxiety and my depression and things during you know, and there's a lot of other moving pieces. I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit that, but, uh, for me, I experienced so many of those things, uh, develop while I was so entrenched, entrenched in church. And the truth of it is whether right or wrong or who knows, like maybe I've got, maybe I've got it all wrong, but I've not felt as light and free. Yeah. Maybe ever as I've felt in the last year of being totally disconnected from church in every way. Now that doesn't mean that this year was without challenge, as you guys all know, um, you know, getting divorced and like, and trying to balance, you know, raising co-parenting kids and, you know, struggling financially and all those things uh, is a challenge. But as far as like the weight of those kinds of things, I sleep better at night right now than I've ever slept as an adult. Um, and I think a large part of that is because I no longer have to feel like a phony or feel like I'm contributing to something I don't believe in, or I no longer have to feel like I'm trying to balance, you know, walk this tightrope of, I think that, you know, just like you guys have said, you know, maybe, maybe you guys are, are getting it all wrong and that Jesus would, you know, shit on all of us if he came back. I, but if that is true, then shame on shame on the church, you know, for put, for allowing ourselves to fall into that, you know, position. I think a hundred percent shame on the church. A hundred percent. But that's why for me, I, I just, I thought about, and I've had a couple conversations with people who like, you know, I had interacted with during my time, you know, in ministry, in churches and, you know, just heard their experiences, not with me as an individual, but uh, with the organization and with the structure and with, you know, experiences and, you know, a lot like what you were talking about with uh, just the, almost the shame that was given to you about things happening in your life, decisions, whatever. And rather than being embraced and loved and cared for and all that, it was just like alienation and ostracization and I can't speak and like all of those kinds of things. And I almost felt this responsibility to like apologize for parts of that. And uh, a couple of times I like, I did, you know, I was like, listen, I'm, I know that I, you know, was a huge part of it and I'm sorry. And I've constantly got the reminder, which was good for my soul they're like, listen, me sharing that with you had nothing to do with you as an individual. It was just my experience feeling like you've always been a safe person to talk to about it because, I mean, the truth of it is, like, I was always kind of the outsider within. within. Um, you know, we've talked in length. You know, anytime I was dealing with it, you know, I know that you've been a part of it. You've been a part of some of it. You've been a part of some of it. But Nick has been through all of it. And it was just like a constant... Go ahead. Well, it doesn't, that, that definitely has, I mean, I've had my own experiences, but like that definitely plays a part. Like watching someone that you love go through the things that you've gone through. Um, 
it 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 leaves a yeah it leaves a mark that that is really really difficult to get through um so yeah i mean i, I don't want to cut you off i'm just saying like it, it's hard to watch from this side and i know all these guys probably feel the same way um and all of you guys out there in listener land probably feel the same way too but yeah uh, but yeah but it, it was I mean, just it's hard it, it was just hard to f- hear those con- you know hear those things from people and even hear those things while i was still doing it but to feel like the weightiness of like damn like I contributed to these people feeling much like I feel right now. And like you have experienced feeling and every, all, all of us have at some point this, like this, Hey, you can be a part of this if kind of thing. And like, I, I don't anymore and I sleep well and I miss my friends. Like I miss the friendships that I had and I miss the people a lot of times. Yeah. I will say like church is great for like finding friends. Oh, like, yeah. uh, like, like all of my friendships really like most of my friendships, are like all, all four of you are from a church group. And like when you do get plugged into a church, it is nice to have, to feel like you have some sort of community and people backing you, but it just felt as if it was con- like exactly what you're saying. It felt conditional. It's like you can be a part of our club if you don't have this going on in your life and don't have this hurt and don't have this fuck up. And if you don't have those things and especially if they're not public, if you do have them, keep all of your pain and frustration and struggles in your own household and don't bring those here because then other people might get the wrong idea about us. Yeah. And I was a part of the club. Yeah. Until, Oh, I was deep part until of the club. Yeah. My life started falling apart and then, and I, then was, I got kicked out. Right. So I it's didn't just get kicked, felt, but I mean, I, no, I got kicked out. Emo- like I didn't get kicked out from the church. I'm saying I got kicked out emotionally i lost friendships people fell off quote unquote aka didn't want to be associated with me maybe or all of a sudden you just feel different you walk into a building and see eyes and they're different than it was before they knew what you were dealing with at home and it's weird to feel that and so it is hard because like like what i was saying to michael like i do think i have the same actual religious belief system as you I really do have think that we have the same exact. I just have because you're right. Like, and Justin said it too. Like, you are right. Like, this is an probably an exclusively American political mega church. This is a, a a very specific issue that we're talking about. But that is where I live, and I don't know the solution to feeling free to have those religious beliefs and not it be a very independent thing and attach myself as Cody Sullivan and my reputation and my, what I actually believe about what Jesus says to, which is to love and pouring that on the people that need that. I don't know how to attach myself to a, a, what turns out to be what I just feel like is a corporation at this point, but how do, where do I get my brothers in arms? Right? Like, where can I do that? What's the fix for that? When I feel so burned, cause this is not a one, Oh, it's this church. Like I've been a part of a church where the pastor got saved on a youth trip. He had been the pastor for 10 years of a church and he quote unquote got saved when he was chaperoning a youth group trip and then came back and they just like let him still be the pastor. And I've had people steal money out of the plate. Pastors steal money out of the plate for years and people find out about it. I've had people, I've had my, um, my worship pastor when I'm interning and working in churches 
cheating on his wife actively. I've and there's an 18 year old kid that turns out that he had that he has not because he wanted to hide that part of his life has not had that daughter as a part of his life for 18 years and now she's missed out on a dad and i and these are all by the way separate churches i just listed four churches so this is not isolated incident to name x church right this is a and maybe it is an american church problem or maybe it's a because of our political situation in america maybe it's tied in with that but the problem is what else is my option i can sure i can say fuck all and move to ukraine and do work with my dad i get like yes but like what's my option here that's where i think that's where i start to feel frustration and and loneliness and um like not regret but just like I don't have very negative emotions toward it and frustration because I don't feel like I have an outlet to have a place where that is actually believed. What you're talking about, Michael, where that is truly shown and lived, not just fucking talked about two times a week so I get to feel good about myself. I get to go on Sunday morning and we have a whatever group on Tuesday nights and we all pat each other on the back and say, good job, we're awesome Christians. But like, where are where are they actually living that out? What you're talking about, and that's what's hard for me is because I have not found, and I've looked so long for a place to say, "Hey, I'm proud that this is what we all can say that we believe in." Because, and I and like we're all human, so like everyone's gonna have fuck ups. But just like where loving people is the number one thing. When Jesus in the Bible was asked what's the number one commandment because these people were trying to be assholes and trick Jesus into saying something that he would catch himself in a catch-22, he ignored them completely and just said, love people. And to me, that's so, that's the, that's the gist of the whole thing. So where, what's like, because I mean, that's what I'm interested in from hearing from you, Michael, is like, I agree with what you're saying, but what is the option here? Because it like what Justin said is true. Like this is our reality. So that's what's hard. I don't know. That's what's hard for me too. Yeah, I don't think you're ever gonna find a perfect church, and all those things you said are really screwed up. Um, and yeah, so that's a tough question. I think it <laughs> it first and foremost. I think what is like the most important thing is your relationship with God and not your relationships with like the organization that you're put in. Like first and foremost, it's a vertical one, not what's around you, you know? So if you're putting too much stock in what, you know, your pastor, your who, so, but, but I hear you, but to say like, to reiterate what Justin has said too, like, I just feel like I've said that for 30 years. Well, to be fair though, like, yeah, to be fair. To be, to be fair. fair. I, I think, truthfully, you are a, a really good example of, of exactly everything that you're saying. Like, you are genuinely a kind person. You're genuinely compassionate. You care about other people, regardless of what they have going on. Uh, that's why you're still friends with us. Um, like, like, I think that you embody something that a lot of people don't. And I think that that's admirable. Um, but it's not my general experience with church people it's the exception and that sucks um so i don't want you to feel like you know 
anything that I've said is like a personal at any of you guys. And I, I lumped these three guys together and excluded you. But the reality of it is, I shouldn't have done that because no. I, I know that you're, you know. No, I understand. I'm part of the divorce club. So it's like, but I like. <laughs> but, but, but. No, I but like, I have had those experiences and I feel you. And I think that, It wasn't exclusive of you. It was yeah. the fact that these guys are a little bit more invested in that world. Than, and probably would be more accepted in that world is the sad part. Also uh, true. I don't feel like I've ever been. Uh, and, you know, we. Well, we, think, we you bonded. don't feel like you fit in. Or accepted to Christianity, either. Yeah, I go to because I like that's what I'm saying. That's why Nathan and I became friends. Yeah, we literally literally bonded over our uh, the first joke, inside joke we ever had together was Christians. That was 10 years ago. That's what we would say to each other uh, while smoking cloves Um, (laughs) before going to small group to youth group. (laughs) Yeah, to lead to talk to uh, students that I would, yeah. so I, but, but, but before you, my final thought on the whole thing is that is I think that you know I'm I have dealt over the last few months with this like roller coaster of like regret, but then thankfulness of the things that have come from it. You know, like like my kids are a result of my involvement with church. You know, you, my friendships with you guys and and you know some other people. So I am genuinely thankful for those things. I also don't think that, you know, I've not experienced any of the four of you guys to be a part of that group of all the things that we've said that I, you know, don't need to be reset. Um, I, I think that you guys are all great, great human beings that I have mad love for. Also, that doesn't discredit the, the three decades of experience that I've got. So that's my final thought on it. I really am done. But, Go ahead. Yeah, I've like even now I uh I don't know. Like I've always just felt uh very on the outside of of things church wise. Like even uh growing up in the youth group, like I was never like there's always you know there's the people that like are in and fit in and and that was never what I was doing. Uh, and I was always kind of countercultural to a bunch of things. Uh, but like walking into the church that, uh, I won't say the church name, even though people probably know who's, but like, I've been going back recently and it just feels like this, like I'm here, uh, for mainly, uh, mainly for Liz wants, wants to go to church. So we're going to church. Uh, I do feel some uh, connection during worship. I do feel like sometimes the pastor is saying good things. Um, it's not all bad or terrible, but for the most part, the people that I interact with, like you guys are all saying, like it just feels very like fake, very like like they don't actually... Like, if I were to be myself, it would, like, I have to put on a little bit of a, a little fakeness to be there. You know, like, I have to be a little, like, um, like, the other day, <laughs> like, the other day, we, uh, we put up a Christmas tree for this church, and they paid us for it, which was great. But um, uh, I was outside, when we were putting up Christmas Thanks. trees, and I said, <laughs> yeah, and I said, uh, uh, uh damn or shit or something while we were putting up the Christmas tree and Michael was like, hey, 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 and I was like, no, I'm going to, 
I'm going to be me. Like if someone overhears, they, they can deal with, you know, like they can deal with it. It's a like, whatever, you know, like they're all adults. They should have heard the word damn by now. Like, uh, but that's why I feel like every time I'm in church and I want to say something or do something like it's a little bit of a, Hey, shh, 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 shh. like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I've had experiences where I worked for the church for a little bit and was like, not a great experience. Uh, but what I wanted to mainly say is I think what you're and I'm terrible at this, but I think what you're looking for is right here yeah. is these people, these friends that you have that even if we don't all believe the same thing, as far as like Christianity and Jesus or whatever, we're all, uh, we all tend to believe. Uh, and I think from knowing you guys that we should love people and that we should, uh, you know, be kind and be gracious and be compassionate. And I, don't do a great job at that always, but I'm trying. Um, and if you or anyone in here wants to talk to me about it, I'm open for that. Uh, I'm bad at conversations like this. I'm not very great at like, uh, and I probably won't have a solution to anything that you're asking, uh, whatsoever, but I am always here for like a sounding board or whatever. Jay, you know, I constantly tell you like, Hey, if you need anything or, you know, and I am just here for you with absolutely no other reason other than the fact that I love you. So. Yeah. I, I wanted to echo what Jay was saying earlier. Like, even though the, the posture of this conversation has been, I won't say it's argumentative, but like there is like we've we've had differing views and differing thoughts. I I appreciate the shit out of you for for yeah, Michael. Sorry for being for being that other voice and being that that other side because you know no offense on this one, Nathan, but like yeah, I think I think you were the one that we all kind of thought was like okay, well, if anyone's no. gonna have a pushback here, it's probably hundred percent, and that's and that's super, a good thing. I'm super passive. Well, right, that's true, <laughs> but that but that's what 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 Jay was saying is that the people we're talking about and the churches we're talking about and you know those those Christians they're not you. We're not talking about you. You would yeah. never have that conversation with Sully at or in just some or anyone. Um, and so they're not the people sitting in this room. And that's what I was going to say earlier. The fun part is that like, this is not conditional. Like How? this is not, every one of us has been through bullshit and, and struggles and hard times. And from what I've seen, every one of us has been there during that time. Um, now Cody, you and I weren't, weren't that close when you and Sarah were going through your stuff, but like, but you know, I, we've always, we've always been here. And so, um, and, and honestly, I think that's the fun part when you were going through that stuff, uh, if it felt like I was absent, it's just because I have no idea how to fucking deal with it. No, that. but <laughs> Nathan, the, the lucky thing about Nathan, right? The lucky thing about Nathan being absent is that you're, that's kind of your personality anyway. That's just who you are as a friend, even in normal times. So it's never, I would never thought through all my shit, like, Oh, Nathan's not talking to me. Like I think Yeah, you didn't do anything different. Yeah, you didn't do anything different. <laughs> I think the the irony is is that like Nick and I weren't that close, but like I would have killed I won't say that. Like Jay to to speak highly of Jay 
was one of the very few people that like that I felt like put intentional effort yeah into our friendship or check it up on me Nick I've seen you do that with Jay and Nathan I've seen you do with Jay and I think that all actually all of us I think have tried in some aspect to do that with Jay because I see him go through the same shit that I went through and it sucks and I'm glad that I hope you have some support. If I'm not a shitty friend, then tell me and I'll be more supportive because friend. I've been there. I mean, you're a shitty friend. I am a shitty friend, but like, but if I could be better in that way, I would and I will. But, you know, like I don't feel like I had a ton of people being ultra intentional Yeah. during my time period. And that was because we weren't as close. That's just the kind of friend you are. And I think that we weren't even that close at that point until now we're closer Michael, sorry, I'm pointing at people as if people can see me. J- sorry. Tune into I'll start again. Stream. Yeah. Nick, you, you and I weren't as close at the time. Nathan, you're just that kind of friend anyways. And Michael, <laughs> we weren't that close either. And Jay did a fucking good job of being intentional and actually good job, saying, Jay. hey, are you okay? Hey, do you want to... Like one time he asked me to go bowling. He fucking hates bowling. And he asked me to go bowling because he knew I liked it just randomly because I was going through shit and he was a friend. And those are the moments in time that ironically had no condition of religion and had no backing of religion at all. It was just human decency and love and friendship. But that is what I believe is Christianity. Yeah. And that is what I believe that Jesus would do is just love people. Not because I have to be a Christian, but because that's what we should be. That's what we were created to do. And that's what we should exude. Not because a not because a building or a group of people tell us I have to do that, but because that's what we're supposed to do. Yep. Period. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the because I you said I don't know the answer, Nathan. I don't even know my question. Yeah. I think it would really. <laughs> my point in this was just, hey, let me just shit on Christianity for an hour and a half, however long we've been talking. And I felt I feel like my side definitely came across ranty and complainy. I don't know my question. I don't know a solution. I don't even know the. I don't know it, a solution. Like, I don't know yeah. the. I don't even know the what I'm asking. Like I don't. I don't know what the purpose of this is other than me to shit on people, but. I mean, personally, for me, I've just always been like... So I'm sorry if it came across that way, just rained, because there was no point in it, yeah. I guess. For me, it's like, which this isn't necessarily like a good stance either, but because I'm passive uh, and non-confrontational, it's, uh, I feel like, probably easier for me to just kind of ignore all that stuff and just be like, oh, well, I have, for some reason, an inexplicable feeling and we're gonna say that feelings mean something that jesus is real for some reason you i call it faith. don't yeah faith i have <laughs> no i mean i, I yeah, don't know why i feel the same way i feel the exact same way if i, I didn't, don't know why yeah so you have a gift if i didn't God. have that feeling no. i wouldn't be i wouldn't probably be where not. i'm at yeah um and i'm i'm thankful that i have that but it makes Day to day, it's hard. Really yeah. difficult, and and you know, you spoke on it earlier. Like you guys are going back because that's what Liz wants. This has been really hard on Emily, and yeah. I want to say that because I know she listens, yeah. and I know she's going to get a really big kick out of this episode. But like, <laughs> um, no, like in a good way. Like she's going to really enjoy this conversation because Emily, I hope you still love me after this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't talk to Emily that much, but I really like her. She's the best, literally, literally ever. She really is, and she's been extremely supportive through this entire thing, and like. 
and all that I've been going through. We're getting, I think, I feel like I'm getting closer. Um, part of that was two weeks ago. We went back to the church that we would, we went to in Tallahassee um, for our for our our nieces' uh, like dedications <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and um, and uh, I realized how not quite ready I was because I was yeah. I was squirming during the sermon because there was a few things that I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Um, but but what it did was open the dialogue between me and Emily for me to be able to actually share what I was actually feeling in the moment. Cause a lot of times she'll, we'll talk about it and I just don't even know, yeah. like I can't yeah. even, I can't even talk about it. And, but that was like specific right now. It just happened. We're literally driving from, from the church to where the lunch to celebrate the dedications or whatever. And, and we're having this conversation. And so um, I just wanted to real quick, love on her for a second. Cause she's been a, a trooper through this whole like fucking season. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I added a final thought earlier, but I'm going to add one more. Cause we got one after you. I, I thought we might let, yeah, Michael I was going to, I was going to say, let's let Michael end it. We're yeah, going to close fine. this in prayer. Right? My name's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all can, y'all can, I'll be in the other room. Uh, I, I took a lot of shots at, a lot of things but that doesn't that doesn't excuse like my role in any of this i shat on a lot of people tonight but the reality of it is i'm not a perfect person either nor have i ever been nor any of us no totally but i just i feel like it's important to own up to like our stuff too so you know like there's the experiences in life and all of this stuff yeah i to be clear to own up to my stuff, I probably would have agreed with half of the shit that this guy said ten years ago. Totally. Well, like and, I just want to just point that out. Like I feel that I've come a long way, not to toot my own horn, kind of thing, but to say that there are, there are, there's maybe this episode is just a challenge at the end of the day for people to just like be better. I don't know, but to own my shit, I pro- I said some really hateful shit in my first 20 years of life I did too. Un, probably unknowing i'm not trying to say that i was being a hateful person i didn't even know maybe sometimes but that does not excuse it at all i was ignorant and in a bad way ignorant totally. because i wasn't seeking out truth ignorant because i wasn't seeking out love i was in a sound uh chamber an echo chamber of my own making and to be clear to own up to like what you're saying too i want to own up too i've said some really hurtful shit and, and done some really, I've done some really hurtful like, shit. And I say and in my first 20 years, shit. I've done some hurtful shit probably in the last yesterday. So like, I'm a shit Same. person too. I'm just as shitty as fat dude, but just maybe not cool. Different maybe a little of, less shit. Different shitty. kinds of shitty. Yeah. I, but that's that's my point is like, I have, I don't want to make it sound like I'm claiming to be like the, the right, the, you know, a good person. The truth of it is I'm not. If I was, I would have a lot of relationships that I don't today. I would probably still uh, be happily married. I, you know, all of those things. But the truth of it is, like, I am equally as responsible for all of those things, you know, and, and my challenges and struggles with church, like, I could have done a lot of things differently in that regard as well. So I just wanted to end, like, after having shared a lot of negative thoughts about everyone else in the world, to uh, let let the world that's listening and probably mad as hell right now also know that I'm, I understand that I'm a huge, I am the main player in the, in my life and am responsible for my actions and they haven't always been great. So you do have a perfect mustache though. So <laughs> I don't have any facial hair and it fucking sucks. 
But this motherfucker right here, Kevin, did not <laughs> give me this beard. And I'm fucking pissed about it. All right, let Michael, let Michael, yeah, let Michael finish it up, maybe. So if I could summarize my viewpoint and my lens, if you're listening, if you're here, whatever, like, I think the most important thing is no matter, like, if you're searching anywhere else for fulfill, fulfillment, for, like, a place of belonging, I think... And I truly believe it's only found in Jesus. It's only found like in a relationship with God. And so no matter what you attach yourself to, especially in America with all the politics, the culture stuff, like whatever, it you're all going to find yourself lacking. Like you're going to be empty. Like the only person that can fill that void is God. And so... Anyway, yeah, I've prayed for you. Like, I've prayed for you. I love you guys. I'm here for you. Um, so, I don't yeah. know that we can end it on that. Like, no, yeah. is there an okay. outro to Christian yeah. warning? <laughs> Christian warning. Um, ultra Christian warning. Christian yeah. warning. <laughs> I would say a, my opinion on that, but echoing similar, slightly different, similar vibes is to. If that is something that you're seeking out, find people that love is their first um, priority, not winning an argument, not like trying to throw your what they view as your shortcomings in your face or saying that you're less because of that. But like if if religion is something that you're seeking, like this group, like the tonight's discussion has been to, to me, awesome and building of not only real discussions of Jesus, but also we're talking about discussions of friendship and building each other up and, and brotherhood here. And I think that that is huge and it doesn't have to look like a church. Yeah. It could, it could look like two buddies or whatever. I, that's all I'm trying to say is I, I hear your message and I agree with it. It just doesn't have to be found in a building yeah. that is has the word church on it. I also think um, that if you uh, are with someone who says they're a Christian and there's nothing but hate for other for other human beings like themselves uh, coming out of their mouths, uh, I'm gonna go on record and say that they're not a Christian. So, final thought from you. Uh, if you're looking for something just light and fun after this, Dragons the Wheel of Time. Ford, Dragons the Wheel of Time. has a new uh, new yeah, episode yeah. coming out as well. So the Wheel of Time. Um, <laughs> Wheel of Time is great too. Yeah, in my my closer, since we've had lots of good closers here, will be uh, except for mine, right? No. It, <laughs> here's the thing. I I I don't hate Christians. I do, I do not hate Christians. I hate what a lot of Christians do and say and think and believe. I actually admire your passion and your belief and your follow through with that. Look, you, you don't just say what you believe. You are someone who lives that life as well. And I think that's kind of the whole point. And I'll lead that into my closer. I don't give a shit what you believe, whether you're a Christian like you guys, or if you're 
Muslim or you're Buddhist or you're spiritual or you're an atheist or you're you don't even fucking know or whatever. Just be a good fucking person. That's the only thing that's important and matters to me. And don't allow somebody else to dictate and determine how you treat other people. Like if, if, you know, like you're saying, if, if you're hanging out with Christians and they're not being loving there, don't, don't follow their lead. Yeah. Pioneer your own path and love people. If you don't love Jesus or have any ties to religion, then be a good fucking person. If you're following a totally different God altogether, be a good person. Like just whatever you do, I don't give a shit what it is genuinely just be a kind, compassionate, and loving person. And I think that we, all all of us, the entire world would benefit significantly if that's all that we focused on and did. I, I respect y'all's like beliefs and stuff that my main, and I think that all of you do that. I just think anyone else in the world that is may ever listen to this, please just fucking be a good person. Be kind to people, no can, matter what Karen, you do. Can I, can I close this? while simultaneously being really pluggy. Yeah. If you have experienced these things, if you are searching for a place that you can't find people that will love on you and accept you no matter your fuck ups. And if you don't have, feel like you have people to talk to and you struggle with this, please message us on Instagram or call us and tell us about your experiences. I do want to hear about your experiences, whether it's ranty or whether it's argumentative or whether it's no solely you're a fuck up and this is how you should be a Christian. Or if it's anything in between, like if you do like, especially for the people that I feel like don't feel like they have an area to voice this frustration, because I feel like that's what a lot of this was, was maybe a healing for me of just finally fucking talking about being frustrated is if you do have that feeling, this is a cool place to call. Like we do have the voicemail service. We do have our DMs open. Facebook group. Facebook groups. <laughs> like we do have, well, yeah, I don't know about that. Mainly you can DM us on the best two places, DM us on Instagram, or we do have a voicemail service that we love to get voicemails from. We don't get a ton of voicemails, but if you hated something we said today or loved something that we said today, if you call 407, 407? Yeah, 407-900-3820. You can leave us a voicemail and say, Sully, you're a fucking idiot. Or, wow, it's so refreshing to hear this because I feel like I haven't had a voice in this. I feel like I haven't been able to voice that frustration too. And, and we're, if you we're, we will love on you. If we you will love call, on you. If you don't want to call and leave a voicemail, you can you can DM us on our and on say our, you wanna, on our podcast page. You can DM any of us individually. You can text us. You can email us if you've got like yeah. a story you want to tell that you don't want to. And we'll like, just love on tell. you. No, stop. What? We're not loving on people. Why? That's a in the child trafficking world. That's like a pretty. Oh, like, we avoid that a lot. That's good to know. I didn't know uh, that. What's the better way to say that? We will love you. We will love you. That's what love I'll say. on has a lot of connotations of like. I didn't know that. Listen. I should know that. Yeah. Uh we so, will listen. No, thank you. No, I, I mean, thought you I, were like making a joke about. I that. was not yeah, making a joke at all. I was being genuine. Like a pretty avoidable. I was not say that anymore. We will listen and love you. Yeah, and that's it. We would love to hear from you genuinely. Um, and we hope that you tune in for another episode. <laughs> yeah, wild. it may not be this, this serious. Wild. Hopefully, thank you, Jesus, for my friends. Okay, no, God no, fuck bless that. America. <laughs>
Yes, this is my official coming out party. Don't at me about Kyle Rittenhouse because I will not fucking respond. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>